Hey everybody, we are back with part two of our Firm Foundation episode that started last week. We're glad you're with us. The four of us are here. Everybody say hello. 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 That's live, kind of. But what we're going to do now is send you right back into that episode. Hope you enjoy it. Love you guys. Hang on tight. Here you go. Well, how do you even worship if you don't go to the Word to know who you're worshiping, what you're worshiping? Right. Like we don't have... We don't have an image of God yeah. outside of the word that we can look at and say, oh, well, that's what I'm worshiping. Yeah. Like, it's just a picture. If it's a picture of Jesus, right? It's just, yeah. it's just, and this, this is a hot take, hot take for all the worshipers out there. <laughs> there is more to the Bible than just the Psalms. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more to the Bible. Praise. And in fact, the Psalms have a lot of unbelief. True. Mm-hmm. And if you're just saying, well, I'm looking at David, who was a man after God's own heart. He was the <laughs> prime example of a worship leader. That's not enough. Like, you're missing out on all the other promises. <laughs> I mean, everything that Jesus did, everything, like, there's so much of it that you're missing out and don't feel condemned by that, but just like be encouraged by it and watch what happens when you start looking at the other stuff and, and worshiping out of that. And, praying out of that and living out of that. That's what we're talking about, but just had to get that off my chest. I, I like what you said. We could talk about this all day. We should do another series when you're like, I, there was a point in my life when I thought, well, I just was in the worship set. I got fed. And it's funny because if worship feeds us, it's not really worship. Like worship is right. not yeah, and if that's yeah. to feed us. It's That's the time when we're giving God something. We're actually, worship technically empties us. Yeah. Like I, I think a lot of people go to worship uh, to get that peace or to get I the, yeah. I mean, I feel oh, yeah. like it is a natural thing for us to, because the Bible says he inhabits our praises and where he is like, there's freedom, there's fullness of joy, there is peace. And that is awesome. Yeah, it really is. But that can't be the reason we right. go to the Lord's presence or like, I mean, that can't just be the only reason. I mean, I, I we I think we've all done that. Like if we're honest, like we've all I like okay, have. I'm gonna just like go go to this place because I know this place is. Um, I, I'll feel peace when I hear this song <laughs> or whenever sure. I, you know, go go to this place or whatever. And uh, you know, I guess that's what you were saying, BJ. Is just like if you're doing that, it's not actually like pure worship then because it's like. It's just trying to get your needs met. I would say it's not worship at all. Okay. Not even another <laughs> I know. hot this take for the, another day. Well, yeah. well, I just wanted to finish my thought though um, <laughs> before you go there. Um, <laughs> but there. because the thing, the thing is that just like you said with salvation, the only way you know you're saved is John three sixteen, right? Mm-hmm. That's the word. I mean, I mean, that's the one scripture. There's more scriptures about salvation, but there's such a confidence in that word. I think most believers know that one. They have learned that scripture front and back, right? Um, and that there's a lot of confidence there. And if we, like you said, if we, if we knew that we could also find peace in in His word, mm-hmm. if we could also find the joy, find the hope, find the whatever we're whatever we need really is in is in the word, and um, instead of just going, you know, well, I'm just going to pray through this. Well, it's, it's true. Like BJ said, there's a lot that we can just 
we can pray and, and it doesn't, it, it doesn't have any power in it because it's not based in the word. Um, so I like that where I think all of us are saying that the foundation has to be in the word. It can't. And, and there's a confidence when you know something or when you know someone like you were saying, Brittany, like when you know your spouse, mm-hmm. you know what they like, you know what they don't like, you know what their nature is. Right. I, BJ and I've been together for over 20 years, married 20. That's a long time. Like we know each other's strengths, right? We know, we know, um, each other's nature. We're, we're still learning that. Right. And there, there's a confidence in that. Like if somebody told me something about BJ and I'd be like, well, that doesn't sound like him at all. Why? Because I know him. And so and when you know somebody or you know something, then you can, you're confident in that. And you can say, Hey, like that does not sound like my kid or that doesn't sound like my husband or that doesn't sound like my God. And, uh, I think the confidence thing, the confidence thing is that deep knowing of allowing the word to grow in your heart. Like you, you, you guys were saying, like allowing the word to actually grow and not just saying, well, I read it and I spoke it. Mm-hmm. Well, That's not the only thing like it has to grow inside of you. And it's honestly like preparing beforehand, like people like to, and I really experienced this um, and started seeing a lot when I became um, ready to have a baby because a lot like you get, you know, like when you're invested in something, you kind of get into a community and I'm seeing like some people, let me just put it this way for me, I'm realizing Oh, I needed some of the scripture inside of me rooted before this, Mm. you know, like you need it and it, you can't, man, I don't know how to say this without like sounding negative, but like God can always perform a miracle in your life Mm -hmm. always. But the best option would be that before, you know, before the sickness, you know, you're healed. Mm -hmm before the trial or like not trial or whatever you want to call it before the storm comes, it's already inside of you. The foundation is there. Like what I was saying Mm -hmm. earlier. So it doesn't knock you down. So it doesn't, you know, so the enemy can't come along and say, you've been praying to get well and you're not well. God must not want you well. Mm -hmm. Right. And so like before it's just, you can't get that stuff inside of you. And then the miracle happens and everything we've seen it, but like, it's just, so much better to start like don't wait to have a problem just have it inside of you now i i was thinking when lisa was talking about the going to a you know worship looking for peace or whatever like it's kind of the same with like the conference hopper you know person (laughs) who goes from event to event which look i love we all love conferences conferences are great there's so much that you can get out of them but again if that's you're only going and only your only time in community, only time in the word is at a conference. You're going to seek some healing. You're going to seek some, man, that's exhausting. And you'll get, you'll, you'll, you're going to end up with nothing in the cup, you know, if your foundation is not in that. And another picture I had, if you ever seen the Spider-Man one with Tobey Maguire, Mm -hmm. (laughs) some would say the worst, some would say the best. Worst. No way. Some say that, but when Aunt May, I used to have nightmares about this as a kid, but uh, when the Green Goblin shows up and takes- Deliver us. Yes. She starts say saying- it. Say it. Starts saying the Lord's Prayer. Uh-huh. It's kind of like, do you want to have the Aunt May faith? 
or do you have something better? Like, I don't know what her fate was like before. I don't know the canon on that, you know, how far the story writing goes, but that might've been the first time she ever prayed that prayer. I don't know, or ever talked to the Lord at all, but it's just like, man, you're met with this huge obstacle. Like Brittany was saying, like, are you going to wait till, till the enemy is at your door ready to take you, you, know, you for what you're worth? You mentioned going from spot to spot, conference to conference. That's kind of, uh, that's the most, I don't know. I could probably get on a soapbox about this, but Jesus said these signs will follow those mm-hmm. who believe. Yep. Mm-hmm. They'll cast out spirits. They'll see the sick killer. I'm like, if, if you're following signs, yep. then they're not following you. <laughs> and that's opposite of what we should be Something's doing. Disconnected. Um, I, I think this might be either a long episode or maybe we'll break it into the two. But I think this is a great time just to talk about this one example we have of this in the word. I think it really encapsulates a lot of what we're saying. Um, Jesus, uh, is ministering. This is in Matthew 11. And John the Baptist, who, little reference, Jesus said there's nobody who's lived greater than John the Baptist. John the Baptist is one of two people before Jesus that the Bible says the Holy Spirit dwelled inside of them. Uh, John the Baptist, of course, prepared the way for Jesus, knew Jesus. And at the time, I mean, his ministry was just, I mean, it was banging. People were coming to see him. He was baptizing people. He baptized Jesus. Well, he gets arrested and he's in jail and he's evidently experiencing doubt. And he sends his disciples to Jesus to ask a question. Are you really the Messiah? The only reason you'd ask somebody that is if you're doubting. Hmm. So John sends his disciples to Jesus and says, are you the Messiah? Jesus says, go tell John what you see. What he was doing at the time was casting out demons. He heals the sick. He's performing miracles. And then he says, go tell John what you see. So what he could have done is said, oh, go tell John yes. Mm -hmm. Go tell John I am absolutely the Messiah. Mm -hmm. I see him in jail. He could have given John a word of knowledge. Go tell to to build his confidence. Go tell John I see him Mm -hmm. wearing this green sackcloth in prison asking me, Mm -hmm. are you the Messiah? And my answer is yes. And also, here's another word of knowledge to build his confidence. The reason Jesus didn't do that is because he did something greater. Mm-hmm. He directed John to the book of Isaiah that okay. John would have known front to back, that he would have studied and known word for word. And it says he'll cast out demons. He will heal the sick. He literally was performing the prophecies that the word of God said what happened when the Messiah walked the earth. Mm. Go tell John. So these disciples would have gotten back to John in prison and said, well, he didn't say yes. He didn't give us a word of knowledge about you. He didn't prophesy to you, but we watched him heal the sick. We watched him cast out demons. And John would have remembered the words from the prophet Isaiah that he will heal the sick. He will cast out demons. He will uh, do... So Jesus directed John back to the word, not to uh, an emotional moment Mm. that would have led to maybe worship. It would have led to John being confident until the next time he doubted. The word is what would have given him the confidence to, uh, oh, that that time in prison ended up leading to the end of his life. Um, But he was pointed to the word. And that's actually better than a nice, feel-good moment um, that Jesus could have offered him in that, in that time. Well, well, Jesus pretty much responded to 
people, the devil, everyone, (laughs) even the Lord, like he responded with the word Mm -hmm. every time. Like, you know, I was just, when you were talking, I was just thinking like when Jesus was in, when he was um, in the wilderness, like he didn't, he didn't just, um, you know, crank up some war drums when the devil was tempting him. Those are cool though. Yeah. I like war drums are great. But I mean, he didn't get like his flags out and do the war drums and stuff to defeat the enemy. Right. He literally said the word of God Mm -hmm. and it had power and there was a confidence behind it. And he knew the word. Well, the enemy approached him with the word out of context. Right. Then Jesus spoke the word. And I love that. I mean, I just think that's powerful. I mean, so that shows you like Jesus himself, like who obviously loved his love, his father. He loved the Lord. I mean, he loved to to pray and retreat with the Lord and, um, you know, have encounters with his father, but he also just only responded in the word. And I just think that's, I mean, that has to be it for us. Come on. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I like war drums, though. <laughs> Shout out to war drums. What's your favorite? But, you know, mm, I was just going to say, <laughs> somebody comment and say, what's your favorite <laughs> song with war drums? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I it's just so like I, I feel like if we're doing hot takes, this is mm. fine. But I I do struggle <clears throat> with people who focus on like Christianity being a war, mm. and you know we're like we're like we have to get our war room together. And God knows that was a sweet movie and everything, but like. <laughs> The war has been won. Yeah. Oh, and it's over. It's over. Oh. There yep. is no more warring. I mean, yes, it does. The Bible does say we we don't wrestle with flesh and blood, mm-hmm. but the battle has been won. Yes. So if you walk into a battle without with all of you know with the word of God behind you and a defeated foe, mm. there's no battle. That's right. There's no war to be. There's no warring. We don't have to go into church like it's a battle. We don't have to go into prayer like it's a battle. And even like, I don't know how on topic this is, you know, I'm just saying, but even like with the demonic realm, if you want to, you know, bring that into it, it's like, that's not a word to me either. Mm-hmm. You know, if I thought something spiritual was happening in my house, I'd be like, bye. Yeah. Cause you that's have that. Because like, you not, have confidence in the word yeah, and like your authority. Does, like, so I just, I do struggle with like a lot of the church feeling like it's a war. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's actually just. I know my, like I can walk into, I'm just trying to like picture it maybe like from a movie or something in my head that you just walk into something that's already been won. Yeah. So it's well, like. Andrew has a cool story. <laughs> he has a, well, I don't know if this is cool, but this is a weird story. And uh, Andrew tells it, but his grandmother passed away and there was a room and, <laughs> oh, I'm just, get, we're getting out there today. There was a room in his house growing up and, and his grandmother passed away and everyone thought it was haunted and it, it, it things would happen in that room and it was weird. And he, he said this, so this is not even, this is not my story, but like uh, a lamp flew across and the doors would shut and just weird things were always happening. They never went in that room. It was just one of those things. And he didn't really know his authority, but he went to Vietnam and he studied the word pretty much the whole time he was there. And he came back knowing his authority in the word. Mm-hmm. And when he came back to the house, he was like, well, you know, I guess I 
I don't know if he wanted to use that room or whatever it was, but he just had had enough. And he literally opened the door and he said, that will be enough. That was it. And that was it. And it, and then they, it became a room and and they stayed in it and and they never had those crazy weird problems again. I feel like maybe one of the things that, that Brittany's kind of was talking about and at least is even talking about is sometimes there's this idea that if we get enough Christians in a room and we get enough people here in this building and we war together in either worship or prayer or something like that, then this demonic power will flee or will have victory. And really one believer who knows their authority based on the word, there's not any principality or power that is greater than one believer who knows the authority. Where's my proof of this? It's the life of Jesus. Mm-hmm. He tells a legion of demons mm-hmm. to leave a, a demoniac. Uh, I don't know how much of a legion is. I heard somebody say it's it's thousands. Uh, you know, there's I think I heard someone say a legion was like 2,000 soldiers, something like that. Uh, but legions of demons in one man, and, and Jesus says, get out. So we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but powers and principalities. Where do we wrestle with powers and principalities? Well, we have authority based on the word. So the wrestling, the only battlefield really is within ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's casting out unbelief of our own mind. It's replacing it with the word, Romans 12, 2, renewing our mind to the word, right? That says we have the authority. We're the ones with the power, not this demon in front of me. And then one believer standing on the word is just as powerful as a thousand believers standing on the word. We right, And it's, it's like, yes, there, there's the scripture. One can put a thousand in the flight, two can put 10,000. But my point is there's no demonic force or legion of forces that is greater than the power of mm-hmm. one believer understanding their authority in the word. I mean, and sometimes it, it can be worse, like getting, because you're inviting people with unbelief, mm. you know, like I had... Yeah. I mean, I just talked to someone about this recently. I'm having everyone pray for me so that I'll be healed. And it's a hard thing for me to approach, but it's like, what does that mean to you? Does right. that mean that if you have 30 people praying, God's going to hear that better mm-hmm. than me? Because God's my bestie. I know he hears me. Exactly. I don't need anybody else to pray for me, honestly. Like, I do agree. There have been lots of times where I've called you guys and you know, I've called Will, of course, and been like, will you get an agreement with me? Like, let's pray together. I do think there's, it's powerful. And I guess it's because of the verse that's like, where any two are in agreement, he'll be there. But it's, but having, you know, if I, I don't, that's why I personally, my personal preference, I don't post a lot of things on Facebook that's like, please pray for me. Because I just think that like, you can get even people in unbelief. To, mm-hmm. in, in your situation. And if I need, if I need something like really need something, I'm going to call my friends that are going to believe God with me Yeah, and believe what the word says. That's what it is. I mean, Believing Jesus together. cleared out a room. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, you know, going to pray for the little sure. girl. Like he was like, all right, everybody out. Yeah. <laughs> because I believe he was getting unbelief out of the room. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't say why, but I believe that because people were wailing and crying and, Wow, I believe and, uh, he uh, shut. I believe God shut Zachariah's mouth mm. when he told him and Elizabeth, "You're going to have a son. His name will be John." I believe the reason Zachariah couldn't talk was so that he wouldn't be able to speak that unbelief. Mm. Your unbelief can cancel yeah. out the word of God. So yeah, true. It can. I think sometimes that's why, like, um, probably Andrew says this of that. Sometimes that's why your words like don't kill us 
Because the Bible says, you know, we have the power of life and death in our words. And so when you say things like, I'm dead, I, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> or um, what's the one about laughing? Like, or, you know, like you laugh yourself to there's a saying about laugh laughing to, to, to death. What? Uh, there's a saying about laughing. Somebody, somebody tell me what that means. Okay. But let's we can move on from that. Laughing to death. Tickled I, to death. Tickled to tickled death. To there death? It is. That tickled me to death. Yeah. You're saying don't yeah. say it. Okay. My point was, is that the reason Andrew Walmack says the reason why you don't fall over dead when you say that's because you don't believe it. Right. Mm. And right. if you believed it, you probably would. Right. It's about the words you're speaking have to be yeah. based out of out of belief. What you are yeah. actually believing. I like it. I had it. a good point. It was that. a good point. That was a great point. It tickled me to death. I don't, I'm, not <laughs> trying, I'm not trying to be morbid, but how shocking would it be if someone said that and then just. Well, you guys just watched Mary Poppins. You said that at the beginning. Yeah, the guy laughed died. himself to death. Yeah. I love to laugh. And he yeah. died. He died laughing. They said at least he died doing something. Yeah, he loved. the old. Yeah. And then they all cracked up again. The mm-hmm. banker. Yeah. Which, I love to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, wow. that would be shocking. Yeah, that'd but be man, weird. they believed it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> good, good on you. <laughs> so, to he sum it all up, said. the foundation has to be the word. Of prayer, of worship, of, of your, everything. everything. Yeah. You know, we talked about your relationship with the Lord. Like that's the picture we have. That's what we know of Jesus is in the Word. Everything based on the Word, and uh, yeah, that's it's it's it is of the utmost importance. And how can we ever take for granted what we have available to us in the year two thousand twenty three mm-hmm. in the USA? We got more Bibles on our shelves than we could count, probably. We got Bibles in our hand on our phone. Uh, we have interpretations and we have paraphrasings. We have so many resources of, of that people for thousands and thousands of years never had. Yet it feels like in some cases people are walking in less authority than ever. Right. You just got to, taking that for granted is, is the greatest mistake we could make. Uh, man, get in your Bible, read the word, get it on the inside. Watch more victory happen in your life on accident than you ever had on purpose. And if you want to take it a step further, you can come be a part of the discipleship class that we have here at FCG. Yep, we do it. We're right now about to wrap one up here pretty soon, and we'll start a new one in the first of the year. Even if you don't go here. Come on. We've had people that don't even go to church come to discipleship, and every one of them joined our church since then, but Mm -hmm. um, you are welcome. Love it. That was a good one, guys. Like I said, I don't know if this is going to end up as one long one or two, maybe parts, but I feel like we could talk about it for another hour. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm glad it's important to all of us. That's a good sign of if you want a church that takes things back to the word, that's FCG. Yep. I always tell people that when they do pastoral counseling with Lisa and I, I'm like, here's what we do as pastors when we counsel. We're going to listen to your issue. We're going to go to the word. Yep. That's what we're going to do. Pretty simple. That's what we're going to do. That's the bottom line. Yep. Amen. Amen. Come on. All right. This has been awesome, guys. Uh, thanks for joining us. Coffee at FCG. Episode Ocho. nine. 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 One before oh, 10. Somebody's, 91 before Somebody's 100. behind on the 
yeah. episodes up there. I saw not, that. That was sh- me. Oh, well. I was changing that. It's all right, BJ. It's stuck at number five. Oh, well, Maybe that changed. was an important Cat. one to us. Can yeah. we get that update? Yeah, Cat. Cat's been slacking for the past Cat's few weeks. Uh, yeah. Number five means grace, so we'll give you grace on that. Okay. <laughs> I asked I asked everybody earlier if they were mad at me. And when everybody stepped out of the room, except for me and Lisa, Lisa says, that was so self-centered. Why would you, why do you think that? Like, wow. And I'm like, man, Lisa is calling me out on some things today, but thank you for the grace. I need that. So You're sound welcome. off in the comments. Was it self-centered? <laughs> or? I am always that way. I mean, I, th- I feel like for all honest, we are. Uh, yeah. Anyway. No, he's not going to admit to it. Look. No, Never no, will. We are. <laughs> everybody, can yeah, everybody can be selfish. <laughs> we all get that way. Some people more than others, you know, I'm not going to point fingers or Good anything. God. Our flesh in all of us is self-centered. Yeah. It's like, true. That's just, you're so not going to go back to that. the word. Well, I know I am. I'm not even going to. Yeah. I mean, same. in my flesh, for sure. Well, before we even got started, nobody was in here, but BJ was like, are we going to get started? I was like, yeah, but but first we better get the planks out of our own eyes before we start talking. (laughs) He was like, what is wrong with you today? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just on it today. I like it. And yeah, it's fine. We're all on a journey. Yeah. That's why we need the word because none of us. Oh, I'm going to keep it going, kids. I'm just saying for sure two episodes. But we, we all need that. That's what grounds us. And if we don't, we just get weird. We get sassy. We get. And don't stay out of church too long either because then you get weird too. Weird, weird, weird. That's a different topic. But well, you, you know, go back also. to the word it says, "Don't forsake the assembling of the saints." Yeah, people get weird. People but. get weird. The word has an answer for all of your problems. Mm-hmm. It shocks me when people think other than that. Yeah. yeah, like honestly, Proverbs has most of those. Oh yeah, like for relationships at least. Yep. You know, and working, making like, money, working, all making it. money. Proverbs thirty-one, like s- tells you how to be a wife and a mom. I saw Thumbed a bunch up. of foolishness. Mm. on social media this week Uh-oh. and all kinds of different things. <laughs> Rants with BJ. And as I was reading Proverbs, which I read Proverbs every morning, I've read it every morning of my life for, I don't know, since I was 15, I guess, maybe even earlier. And uh, the day after I'm seeing all this foolishness, I actually thought about writing a post. And it said, if you argue with a fool, you're a fool, mm-hmm. basically. Dang, I'm a fool because I argue it's a, with you. It's actually I'm a just great <laughs> Wait, wait, hang on. Jeez oh, Louise. Man. Okay. It also says if you call somebody a fool, you're forever cursed. Oh, well, Whoa. good thing I'm redeemed from the curse because I know my authority. <laughs> How about this? Hang on. Wait, wait. This is a great proverb. Let me see if I can find that was, it. That was OT. I'm in the NT. <laughs> what? What is any? Oh, New Testament. <laughs> um, hang on. Listen we to this. We have gone off the rails. <laughs> you're welcome, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody out there? <laughs> Man, I wish I could find this one. Okay, here we go. This is what I read. You ready? Don't answer Proverbs 26, 4. Don't answer the foolish arguments of fools or you'll become as foolish as they are. And how about this one? Directly after. Be sure to answer the foolish arguments of fools or they'll become wise in their own estimation. So it's like, we have a choice here in Proverbs. We don't answer, and we we don't answer a foolish argument, and they'll become wise. 
I hate that thought of that. They'll think they're wise. Uh, or we do answer and we become foolish. Mm. So it's like, you know what? I'd rather just let you think you're wise than me become foolish. So I didn't mm. make, it's not tough for me. Cause I'm like, I ain't gonna, I don't want to be a fool. So like, I'll let you think you're yeah. smart. I'll let you think you're smart and I'll just not put my social media post in response to, uh, this person's foolishness. You know, that reminds me of a song, uh, pants on the ground. You ever heard that one? Pants on the ground, pants on the ground, <laughs> looking like a fool that? with your pants <laughs> on oh, the yeah, ground. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. lady sang it to, uh, she wrote it for high school kids, yeah. right? Cause they were sagging their pants and yeah. she said, pants on, on the, the ground, ground, pants, pants on, on the ground, ground. looking like, like a fool with, with your pants, pants on the ground. ground. Yeah. Wow. That was yeah. great. I, see? <laughs> Topical. <laughs> see what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We just uh we just now are feeling confident enough with our listeners, all six of them, to not exaggeration <laughs> to bring in the soundboard. <laughs> so from here on out, we will have yeah. sound effects. Yeah. So get ready for that. For Thanks, you cat. For you, Aaliyah. Yeah. And for, and for you. Yeah. And for, and for you, Sandy. We'll start Aww. giving personal uh <laughs> greetings to each of and all four others it'll only take about a minute <laughs> the four are in this episode. room dummy <laughs> no lisa's never listened to one yeah, of never listened to one the there's, first 30 seconds of each there. episode will be dedicated to all six of our listeners it won't take long we'll just say a quick <laughs> greeting <laughs> all right oh, anyway wow well, that's hey, gotta be cut out we, yeah. no no that's <laughs> funny no, 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 keep no, that no, in there that's so not let's all take a vote then that goes me at least not all the that. names and stuff if you hear this in the next episode lisa and i have lost yeah oh we know that's not gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> all right okay <laughs> all right hey we love you guys we gotta say goodbye a lot of fun we'll have to say goodbye here on the count of three who's counting one two three bye. see ya goodbye Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us for Coffee at FCG. We are so thankful for you, and we would love to hear from you. So if you want to get in touch with us, send us a message, whatever you want to do, info at fcgastonia.com. If you'd like to give to our church, uh, obviously we're a, we're a church, so it's a nonprofit status. You'll get a giving statement at the end of the year. You can go to our website, fcgastonia.com, and hit the giving link right there. Um, it's a great way for you to, it's a great place for you to sow. So we would love to hear from you. Just conversation. Let us know your prayer needs. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about. But uh, we are so glad you're with us and we will hear from you soon. You'll hear from us soon. 